Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. We are back once again. Brand new show here on Brooklyn Free Speech Radio. And I'm excited because this week's show, we actually have guests in studio. And, you know, we always usually have guests, whether it's um, me going to an event and actually talking to them at the event or doing a phone, you know, a call in type of interview, which are always great, as you've heard some of them in the past. But I always like having the ability to bring somebody in the actual studio, in the radio station, and talk to them face to face. This time around, I was able to get two people, and they are actually co-stars of the great web show, Too Grown. So I got the opportunity to speak with Alana and Jordan about the web show, as well as just everything that they have going on in their careers. Uh, these are two very talented women and they put the show together that it's, it's a comedy. It, it gives you like an inside look of uh, two roommates just trying to find their way through New York City in a variety of ways where they basically are not spending money and they're just trying to live a normal life. New York is New York. As, as everyone basically knows, it's almost impossible to live here. So it's hilarious. And I was just happy to have him on. And I know you're probably thinking, OK, well, this is a sports show. What do, what do we have to do with sports? Now, listen, I, I did my research. These two ladies have a great sports background that um, I'm going to let them obviously reveal during the interview. Uh, just it's amazing what you do learn and how sports does tie in to a lot of stuff that you see not only on the show, but just in acting and the preparation, whether it's the fitness or just like I said, their overall background. So it was just great talking to them and um, it's the type of stuff that I look forward to. You, you want to hear people being creative, doing different things. And the fact that they do have sports being a main factor into what they're doing now in their careers is just great. So it's a it's a great interview. And I, I definitely hope everyone enjoys it and learn something from it because it is uh, it's really cool. Now, not everything has been great in the world of sports, as everyone knows. If you've been following the whole scandal with the college basketball, I mean, it feels like every other week now there's a different a different scandal. First, it was the whole Tom Izzo situation, and you know Michigan State apparently with the the different uh, sexual assault situations. Obviously, the whole Larry Nasser that put everything on blast and basically made a lot more people aware that. There are issues going on in college basketball. Rick Pitino was dismissed from Louisville. Louisville was forced to vacate their 2013 NCAA title because of it, forcing many people to just have different opinions. So I think Dick Vitale, who is, uh, you know, he's about as college basketball as he gets. I mean, he's been covering college basketball forever. He was a coach. He was uh, very uh, opinionated via Twitter on his thoughts on Louisville having to suffer vacating all those losses for the last couple of years, including that championship season. And he really does point his fingers, his finger at uh, Rick Pitino and not being aware of what was going on, probably being aware and just trying to hide everything. Of course, that investigation continues to go on. And the most recent one you have in regards to players that are being recruited with money. Uh, several schools have been brought up, Michigan State being one of them, Duke, North Carolina, Arizona. And even to take it to another level, the coach of Arizona is on tape, is actually caught on tape talking about, you know, offering money and uh, trying to get recruits. It's just a lot of incriminating evidence. 
it's a it's become a mess and you know, college basketball is always taking its hits when it comes to not paying players and yet exploiting their likeness and and all the different things that go along with it. This is another black eye on the whole mission of what college basketball and just college sports was supposed to be about. Of course, a lot of this is still early. I, I believe this was through Yahoo Sports, who's coming out with these reports and all these different things. I feel like every other day now, there's a new story regarding this. And the investigations do continue. I think Duke came out and said we have no recollection or no no evidence of such actions taking place. But uh, there's still investigations going on. And it's it's always a mess. You know, it comes back to like the whole one and done thing. I'm actually a believer in the fact that this should be each player, whether, you know, they're in high school, regardless if the NBA feels like they're ready, they're ready or not, they have the right to go and enter themselves into the draft. I just don't see why this is such an issue. If they're allowed to go and fight a war at 18 years old without going to college, why can't they go and play basketball for money? I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of these guys don't come from rich neighborhoods. They don't come from rich families. They need the money right away. And if they have a talent and the whole point of going to college is to help build a career, if these guys feel like they're ready to go now, they're taking this chance, allow them to take this chance. I think the NBA does a great job with uh, building its G League now. Uh, the Gatorade League is developing players you know, rapidly, and this could be another outlet for a lot of uh, players that just don't want to do the whole one-and-done situation because realistically, if you want to play college basketball, you have to want to play college basketball. It just can't be a, okay, I just want to do this for maybe a year and you know, just so I'm eligible for the draft. Those days are starting to get a little out of control. A high school diploma, at the end of the day, people live their lives with just a high school diploma. It is what it is. I just think, you know, they keep saying one year out of high school. I hear that. But open it up. Let these kids make the decision. They have to make the decision with their families. They're making the decisions for their families. Just let them, just let them go to the draft, you know, Odds are you're not always going to get a Tracy McGrady. You're not always going to get a LeBron James. But you got to give these guys the opportunity to do it. Yes, I know the whole Lenny Cook situation that kind of scared a lot of people, you know, for about players not being ready. You got to see, you have to give them the opportunity to make this choice. You got the Gatorade League for a reason. Utilize it. Try to, you know, attract more people that way. If there's a worry, because I do believe once every team has their own affiliate, it will become a lot better and you probably will get that more of a a baseball feel to it because baseball, they do it all the time. And I just think that's a um, a template in which the NBA could follow and and in college basketball, you know, can just figure out their situation and just stick to maybe getting players that want to play four years, you know. It doesn't hurt either. I just feel like there's something they need to sit down and have a conversation about just so we can just end all the speculation. It's 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 a little out of control. I mean, they have to find a real solution. Now, I was just talking about baseball, and as everyone knows, I am a huge baseball fan. Spring training is officially underway. My Yankees are back out there. We've gotten over the sting of not winning the uh, AO the uh, AL Championship Series, and then obviously missing out on a chance for the World Series. We have Giancarlo Stanton. He's in the lineup now. I'm excited. As a Yankees fan, I am very excited, but I'm also realistic. I know that this team is going to hit a lot of home runs, but they're also going to strike out a lot. 
which could also lead to problems because you have a lot of free swingers and I could go deep into details with this, trust me. The situation, however, is very different when it comes to the New York Mets because they still don't know what's going to happen with their roster. Are the pitchers going to be okay? Will everybody actually finish out the season? Because, you know, that team that made the World Series, I believe about two years ago, it's it's falling apart. I mean, the, all those uh, those great pitchers, they just can't seem to stay healthy and live up to that great potential. Uh, David Wright is still missing in action. And it's it's really a scary situation if you're a Mets fan because that window that you thought might stay open a little longer is, is basically halfway closed. I mean, I just don't know how much more they can really go with this. Yes, they have a new manager, Callaway, you know, he brings a nice new energy to the game and everything. Kind of the same way I think the Yankees have with Aaron Boone with bringing that energy. But it's still, if you're a Mets fan, you know, I got to put out the rules right now. Do not get too excited if the team wins the first two games, first three games like you always do. Don't start calling it a Mets town. It's a long season, 162 games. You got to it just... You know, I'm not going to say go through the motions, but you got to be realistic. This team has a lot of holes it has to fill, and they got to do the best they can with what they got. So, so to start off the whole spring training and, and just getting everybody in, you know, we got some sound from uh, Giancarlo Stanton, uh, the new Yankee, you know, just uh, arriving at spring training and taking his first wax out there. Uh, just... His whole thought on what he thinks the season is going to be about. Because this is when everyone starts throwing that out there. So you get to hear his press conference on that. Also, David Wright and his... It's becoming an annual thing, sadly, of whether or not when he's going to come back, what injury still bothering him, uh, how is he working his way back. This time around, he sounded a little more uh, pessimistic. And, you know, it, it sucks for a guy like that because I just honestly believe shouldn't come back and... Just got to take care of your body. You got the spinal stenosis. You know, you got the shoulder injuries. It's just a lot of things happening for him. And for such a talented player, a good guy really in the game, it's really a rough stretch. So you get to hear from him as well during his uh, his um, entrance into spring training and just basically working with trainers still and trying to get his body back to some type of normalcy. And it's just a rough situation. So uh, those are the sounds for this week. And following that, of course, as promised, the interview with the uh, ladies from Two Grown. And as always, I'm open to feedback. Hit me up on Twitter at Ed Easton Jr. As well as Instagram, same thing, at Ed Easton Jr. And just share your thoughts. If you feel like you want to hear certain guests, if you want some more topics talked about, I'm open to it. And, you know, in the future, I'm going to I'm going to start using some of the uh, some of the comments on the show as well as some questions. So that's some new stuff we're going to keep doing. But uh, until then, we're going to go right into our this week's sounds. And this is the spring training press conferences. We have Giancarlo Stanton of the Yankees first, followed by David Wright of the New York Mets. Giancarlo, how did it feel this morning with all the excitement surrounding uh, the opening of spring training, uh, full squad, and also you and Aaron Judge in the batting cage? Uh, it was great. Uh, it was a great first day. Um, you know, we... Uh, got a lot done out there and uh it's been been cool getting to know some of these guys and um you know getting to work with them oh yeah the fans the, uh, the moment we we touched the the dirt the you know they were buzzing and, and ready for us to get in the cage uh, and hit so uh that was really cool no, nothing like i experienced in spring 
Who else? Tina, to your right again. John Carter. John Carter, you were with Aaron Judge from the beginning. You guys came out together through, you know, played catch together, worked grounders. I know you've been talking to him since the, the dinner in, in New York, but how is that relationship building? How is it going to benefit you, him, and the team on the field? Uh, that's going to be huge. You know, uh, we got we to be in sync on the same page. Um, you know, we're all... Uh, here for the the one common goal um, for the team, and um, you know, just bounce ideas off each other. You know, I'm 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 new. I'm I'm a deer in headlights here too. So I, I'm I'm asking them questions. You know, getting getting to know how things work around here, and um, you know, taking in all the information I can get. Sweeney, in the front. Giancarlo, what did you think of uh, Aaron Boone's first address about embracing expectations, things like that? It's awesome, awesome. Um, you know, he 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 got straight to it, uh, got got us to uh, get to the point, exactly what we need to need to do. The the focus for spring, the focus leading up to the year, and um, you know, so it's going to be a good one. Who else? Anyone else? Joel, to your right. Giancarlo, you mentioned deer in the headlights. Have you found anything even bigger, larger, more intense than you expected so far joining this team? Uh, no, I left that open-ended to the expectations. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm still uh, just, just learning with the process and uh, these days and weeks and, uh, you know, ask questions when I need and, and you know, observe all the way in the back left, Kenny. Uh, Giancarlo, when you look around the clubhouse and you look at the talent that's uh, on the Yankees, how does that make you feel as you're sitting there and just looking around at your teammates? Uh, it's amazing. You got all-stars um, all over the place, future all-stars, um, future MVPs. You know, it's, all, it's, a, it's a great clubhouse, a great group of guys, and uh, you know, I'm just here to mess with them. Uh, Clap and John to your right, Giancarlo. Giancarlo, um, do you have to work at ignoring or at least filtering out the idea that these fans here today are looking for a home run from you just every time you swing the bat? And is it difficult not to fall into that trap that you're here to entertain them instead of doing what you have to do and get your work in? Uh, yeah, I know, I know uh, they're, they're here for the entertainment, too, but um, uh, we, we got to get our, our work in, too. So, um, you know, the, the main entertainment, uh, this, is, this six weeks is set up for the 162-plus entertainment. So um, it's not hard. That's, that's my usual approach in BP, and, um, you know, it's not, that's what got me to this point, and it's not going to change. Harp. Joe Carlos, similar to that, uh, what's your usual approach to BP? Is it all about work? And was it any different today just because of the atmosphere? Yeah, different today. I, I was playing Pepper with the cage a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but no, I usually just hit the, hit the right field to make sure I get backspin, stay inside the ball, um, and see how I feel. I'll let it go when I need and, you know, get ready for the game. Billy, do you have a question? Chris, to your left. John Carlo, being in that group with Gary and Aaron and Jacoby, do you, is there any part of you, I know you're here to work, you said that, but is there any part of you that turns into a fan when you're watching these other two guys swing the bat? Well, exciting. It's, it's exciting to see. Um, and, you know, we're, we're all working on uh, what's going to help us perform. 
Um, but at the same time, we're all exciting to watch too. So, uh, you know, we're, we're our own fans and we, we understand uh, everyone in the stands too. So uh, you, you get the happy medium. Got a couple more if there are any. Uh, oh, sorry, Jack, to your left, John Carlo. John Carlo, there's going to be a lot of hype and hoopla around you and Judge. We've already seen that start. But Aaron Boone said he hopes that you two benefit from mutually talking about hitting. When do you think that process starts where you can each talk hitting with each other and the lessons can help? Uh, once, once the games start, you know, we still got, we're still learning um, each other, getting, getting ready for um, the games and whatnot. So once those settle down and you get your routines uh, down and, um, you know, it'll come. You know, I feel like, um, you know, as far as, um, you know, kind of getting further and further along, you know, we're at the point now where, um, you know, we can begin to try to, to ramp it up a little bit more. Um, you know, we've been in constant communication, whether it's um, with Dr. Alchek with the shoulder surgery or Dr. Watkins with the back surgery. We've been in constant communication with them, making sure that, you know, when we progress these steps, that it's not going to do anything to uh, kind of um, set us back. Um, you know, so for now, we're, we're, we're still in the rehab process, but, um, you know, I guess, uh, you know, baby steps are, you know, still steps in the right direction. Do you have any realistic goals in terms of timetable when you might be able to start baseball activity of any kind? Um, no, I mean, I guess in my head I do, um, you know, but I hate putting timelines on anything. Um, you know, when you're talking about, you know, injuries or surgeries, you know, the last thing I want to do is, um, you know, put expectations out uh, that I may or may not be able to meet. So, um, you know, it's kind of a daily process and, you know, I hate to oversimplify it, but, um, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, when we get to the point where, you know, my body tells me that, hey, you know, I think that, uh, you know, we can do this, then we'll try to do it and, um, you know, kind of go from there. But, um, you know, we're at a point where, um, you know, certainly with, uh, you know, the history of the last couple of years and the, the three uh, surgeries that I've had, um, you know, I want to, to, to get it right. <clears throat> you know, I want to, you know, take my time. And I think the, the training staff and the doctors are, um, you know, certainly being, um, you know, helpful, uh, albeit conservative. Um, you know, and that's a good thing because, uh, you know, I certainly don't want to, like I said, rush back and have to take a few steps backwards. How frustrating has this process been? Certainly very frustrating, uh, you know, when you're used to doing something your entire life, uh, um, you know, it has kind of taken away from you. It, it, it's definitely, uh, you know, frustrating. And, you know, every day I'm reminded when I come in and I see everybody else, you know, get in uniform and go out there and, and do the things that I love to do. And, and I'm stuck in the uh, training room, you know, doing rehab stuff. You know, I would say, uh, you know, frustration's an understatement. But, um, you know, again, it'd be easy if I didn't have that, you know, that drive to, um, you know, get back out there. If it was just, um, you know, if I didn't love what I did, you know, it certainly made things easier. But, um, you know, I do love what I do. And like I said, when it's kind of abruptly taken away from you, um, you know, I mentioned this earlier that, you know, when it's all said and done, you know, I want, uh, you know, me to be able to say, you know what, I did everything I could. And, um, you know, if it, if, it, if it works, that's obviously the goal. And if it doesn't work, then, um, you know, I'll rest easy knowing that I gave it my best shot. The mental part almost as tough as the physical? Yeah, I would say the mental is, well, I guess the physical part would be playing. Um, <laughs> you know, but the, the mental part certainly wears on you. Um, 
you know, again, it's, 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 you know, you come in here and you see everybody else, you know, doing the things that you're accustomed to doing. Uh, you know, you're talking about, you know, I've been playing this game for a long time and, you know, I've been fortunate to be with this organization for a long time. And, and uh, you know, this time of year, it's, uh, you know, you come in with these, uh, you know, just these, uh, you know, big smile on your face and, and you go out for the field for the first time, you meet your new teammates, you know, you're, you're pumped up. And, you know, for me, it's just, um, you know, I'm excited to see everybody, but, you know, I don't get a chance to join in on all the fun right now. So that's, uh, you know, certainly frustrating. Steve, was there confident are you that you can get back this season? Well, I'm going to give it my best shot, certainly. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, um, I probably have a lot of the same questions that, you know, you're asking me and, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, people are asking of me because uh, I just don't know. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's certainly been an uphill climb for me. And, uh, um, you know, so I, I guess I, it's, it's an honest answer to your question. I don't know. I'm not sure what the expectation is. I'm, you know. I'd love to play again, um, you know, but it's, uh, uh, you know, my body's got to um, hold up and, and um, it's going to have to cooperate with me a little bit. David, can you get to the point you're okay physically to go out there? Just what's the level of concern? I mean, it'll be almost two years since you've mm -hmm. played about where your baseball skills are going to be and if, you know, you can kind of recapture that. Yeah, I mean, that's a, you know, it's a good question. Um, you know, again, I guess I won't know until I get a chance to get out there. Um, you now, I wouldn't say that I, I would. I would definitely say that. Um, you know, it's more of a priority for me to get, you know, my body cooperating, and then I think um, I'm confident that I can get caught up to speed. Um, you know, but I think the biggest hurdle for me is definitely going to be getting my body to cooperate. Um, you know, and if I can do that, you know, I think that that. Um, that natural process of just, you know, getting caught up to that speed and, and getting that baseball things back. It's, you know, for me, it's always kind of been, um, you know, once you get out there and you see some live pitching, it's just kind of things just start kicking in. And it's kind of like riding a bike where you just kind of, uh, you know, things start flowing again. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I just got to get to the point now where, um, you know, I can physically do it. Is there ever a point in this long process where you thought, you know, Maybe it's time to hang it up, or maybe this, this is enough. No, you know, as I said earlier, it'd be easier if I didn't have that, that passion for, you know, what I do. Um, you know, I guess there is, you know, it's something to be said for, you know, it's, it's, it's um, you know, it's a decision I think every athlete wants to make where it's, you know, they get to make that, you know, decision where you're, you don't want your body tell, making that decision for you. So, um, you know, I think that. You know, mindset is now as, as as frustrating as it is, and as many questions as I have about myself, as there is, um, the only thing I can do is to come in every day, try to, you know, do better than I did the day before in rehab, and then if you know we get to the point when, you know, I'm feeling good enough to give it a go, then then I certainly want to give it a go, and and, um, you know, as Mike said, if if then I get to the point where, um, you know, the team decides that, uh, you know, that I'm helpful, um, that'll be helpful to them, then. You know, that's certainly their decision, but, um, you know, I, I want to get to that point where, you know, we have to make that decision. David, with the Todd Frazier signing, mm -hmm. um, did anyone mm -hmm. in management reach out to you before it happened, and have you spoken to Todd since? Uh, Jeff called me um, the night that it came out and said he just, you know, which, uh, you know, I very much appreciated, said he wanted to give me a heads up that, you know, this was going to happen, and um, that certainly meant a lot to me. Um, you know, and, and the way I look at it is, 
Um, you know, we're certainly, in my opinion, a, a, a very good team without me. And, uh, you know, uh, my mindset is we'll be a better team, you know, with, uh, with both, of us, both of us out there. So, um, you know, certainly a terrific player and somebody that I think is going to fit in well, uh, you know, to this team. Um, you know, I think his track record speaks for itself. Um, I've gotten a chance to talk to Todd, you know, a few times. And, um, you know, as far as both of us are concerned, it's, it's, it's you know, business as usual. And, uh, you know, I think both of us agree that, um, you know, having all these options that we have, whether it's just not, you know, Todd and I, but, you know, Wilmer and Jose and Asdrubal and, uh, you know, Rosario, Dom Smith, Gonzo. I mean, it's just a, it's a good, um, you know, hopefully we, we get to the point where we have all those different quality options. Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. We are here, and I am here actually with two talented and beautiful ladies right here. Two grown. That is the show that they have. I have Miss Alana and Miss Jordan. Hey. Ladies, how's it going? I mean, I'm just Hi, happy Ed. to have you all here. I'm a fan of the show. <laughs> so, that's, you know. We're so happy to hear that. Can I just say that I'm yeah. really happy that you put talented in front of beautiful? I just wanted to yeah. point oh, yeah. that out. That, like, you just earn mad points yeah. as a human oh, and, and a man human. Oh, I, I appreciate that because, you know, <laughs> as men humans, as you've heard, we are not Listen. we're not looking too great in media no, or anything like are, that, you know? Things are not, <laughs> looking good. Not, not looking good for good. you right yeah. now. <laughs> well, like I said, I am a big fan of the show. And uh, for everybody that, you know, is not aware, it is, uh, it's about two roommates mm-hmm. who are basically doing whatever they can to survive in New York mm-hmm. City. And yep. uh, some of the stuff that you guys are doing could be considered illegal in some of the episodes. <laughs> just just want to put that out there. No. Maybe. But it's, really? Maybe, maybe. But Come you, on. Ed is New York. Anything goes. You know what true. I mean? Yo, this Let's, is the city of hustle. You know, right. uh, there are so many jobs that are unheard of uh that exist here and mm-hmm. you make money doing them that right. you would not ever ever encounter in like any other city ever. i'm pretty confident i mean not that i've been to every other city but i'm pretty sure that we have some very <laughs> unique uh ways Hustles. of scheming and, and earning money For to sure. get by because mm-hmm. i mean it's crazy it is crazy prices of everything in new york it's just you know and 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 salaries don't rise proportionally to everything else so no. it's like why are you setting us all up for failure like can you stop right can you give us a break <laughs> and i love food and shopping so preach yeah i gotta i gotta figure it it's out it's like they're not even trying to care about your needs here. no, no like not, truffle yeah. mac and cheese forever like that's expensive mm-hmm. truffle mac and cheese definitely is a delicacy that is, I, you guys are putting me on to something right now mm-hmm. okay so now let me just first get to know you know you ladies well let the world get to know y'all even more um, uh, i'm gonna start with you jordan okay yeah. now you're an actress a writer director yeah. you know i looked up the i, I did my research yes. okay so <laughs> come through Ed, with the research so uh, but what made you want to get into acting and, and to do all the stuff behind the scenes as well? Um, well, I started in television straight out of college. I went to the University of Oklahoma. Boomer sooner, baby. Okay. Um, and uh, my first job out of college was, uh, funny enough, working for The Maury Show. Oh. Um, yeah, so I was a PA and uh, left as an AP. And I just loved television itself. Mm-hmm. I just got tired of DNA tests daily. Oh, so Baby you, mama drama. You met a lot of great people there. Huh? Listen, class acts <laughs> every day. Um, and so I, like I said, I enjoyed being behind the scenes and working in that kind of job. I ended up gaining a lot of weight. And okay. one day I went through the drive through at McDonald's and they realized that I was a regular. And he was like, I'll see you tomorrow. Oh. And I was like, I got to lose this weight. And then I just started auditioning for stuff okay. and started getting booked. And I enjoyed doing it. So I was like, 
all right, I'm going to stack some bread and then I'm quitting this job. And so I did. And I, acting is so oh, amazing. It's so, <laughs> I don't know. It, it just, it fills my soul. Like it's just, it's, it, it's an outward expression of how you can mm-hmm. portray somebody else, you know? Right. Um, and yeah, I just love it. And it's just a, it's a passion. Beyond at yeah. the end of the day, I could tell you know it's definitely a motivational factor. Uh, now the McDonald's thing, let's be honest, that's Listen. not the that's not the worst thing in the world I'm for the McDonald's you. person to say that you he know. Knew what I wanted: McChicken <laughs> with cheese, a small fry, and a cup of water. Well, I mean that's protein, though. So he it's, said, it's fine. "See you tomorrow." I said, "No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good." Okay, and uh, Alana, now yes. yours as well. Um. So. Jordan and I actually met working for The Maury Show. Um, she started there, I think, a year, or you, you were interning before uh, you even started as a yeah. PA, right? Yeah, so when I got there, um, I was a PA, and okay. uh, Jordan and uh, our other friend Flo very uh, honestly and bluntly told me, uh, you're going to hate this job. <laughs> you're going to want to quit. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, no, like I'm not. Um, because I was also coming from radio, too, like in college, mm-hmm. I had a radio show, you know, at first I just started doing it for fun, but then like people were like, you're actually kind of good at this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my, my head got big and I was like, all right, let's just do this. You know, let me take it a little seriously, not too seriously, a little seriously. Um, (laughs) you know, had some really great internships, but I never got hired in radio. So, you know, I applied to, I was like, screw it. Let me apply for this job in TV. Got the job, met Jordan there, quit like three and a half. Oh yeah. She was like, she wasn't even there. I was out. Just like that. She walked in. I was like, you do not want to do this. She's like, oh yeah. I got this and then she quit and yeah. I was gone she was gone yeah um okay. so <laughs> yeah <laughs> however I do like to say people are like you at least stick around for six months you know like I was young and dumb and whatever the case and I had you know my priorities were all out of order um and those the hours were crazy yeah, I mean we were working like 89 anything. 90 hours a week which mm. you know if you're doing something that you love and you're being treated like a human is one thing but um yeah. you know when you have uh, people calling you in the middle of the night, cursing you out um, because the flight that you booked them was too small um, for their big ass. Um, mm. You know, it's like I, I have better things to do than this. Um, but anyway, it was a great learning experience. I mean, I met Jordan there and, mm-hmm. I, and I met our other friend Flo there and um, we stayed in contact over the years. Um, and eventually, eventually I started acting kind of out of nowhere. I kind of had a quarter life crisis. Um, cause after I left Maury, I was dabbling in sales and administrative work. Um, you know, and I was just not fulfilled. Um, my job in sales was very, very demanding right. and very draining. And I was so unhappy. Um, and I had no time to do anything creatively. Mm. You know, I've always been a performer. I was a competitive figure skater. Um, I was on the step team in high school and in college, and I was on the dance team in, in, in college. You know, and to not have that time to express yourself at all, um, it really it, it, it really took a toll on me right. um, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And I was like, this is obviously what I have to do. This is not something that I want to do. This is something that I have to do. Right. Um, so I put an apron back on, went back to waiting tables, started taking acting classes, and I, and I never looked back. Um, and... The way that it got to, you know, the creation and manifestation of Two Grown was me and Jordan would keep in touch over the years. Mm-hmm. And um, one day we met up for coffee and we were both like, how's acting? Great. It's OK. I'm kind of sick of getting cast as the same like hypersexualized person. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I want to be funny. I want to be me. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you know, on the side, I was taking all these comedy classes and I really right. wanted to put that 
knowledge to use. Um, so we were like, let's just do our own thing. We pretty much both had the same idea and just needed someone else to partner up with to make it happen. Um, and we were like, let's just do this, you know? Like, I know your hustle, you know my hustle, I know your ethic, um, and I really think that we can make something here. So we did. That's good. You just made a path for yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, besides the ringing endorsements that we're having for the Maury Show and McDonald's. So far, uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, Cut me a check, Mickey D. <laughs> hey, all that bullshit. Mm. Yeah, hey, hey, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to let that go. Please do. Um, but I actually, did, there's something I, I did want to jump into. You had mentioned uh, mm -hmm. figure skating. Yeah. Like So you fit, you were like a uh, uh, amateur figure skater or yeah. was a professional? So you, you were did like, triple you did training, like yeah. I was definitely amateur. Let's not get crazy. Okay. But um, <laughs> I, I was doing double jumps. I didn't I didn't make it to the triples. But I did it for about seven years mm. from um, like seven years old to 14 years old. Wow. Um, and then, you know, I went I went to like a really demanding high school my freshman year. Of, okay. of high school in Manhattan and I was just like I can't I can't I can't be up at five o'clock in the morning at the rink and have like the first day I came home from school my backpack exploded because of how heavy it was like it literally ripped open I needed to get a new backpack the first day of school Jeez. so and school was re really important to me mm -hmm. um at least at the time I was a little bit of a nerd so um yeah Fair. but in terms of you know it's it's the people that you see in the Olympics did not have a childhood. You know what I mean? Like, their lives that's are the stories. at the rink. Yeah, and that's you know? the stories I've heard. Yeah. Figure skating, gymnastics, like, those sports especially, mm -hmm. um, they demand a lot from a very young age, which is, you know, really, really great in terms of setting, you know, discipline, self-discipline and all, and all that. Um, I definitely had more discipline as a 10, 10 11, 12-year-old than mm -hmm. I do as an adult, I will be <laughs> honest. But, um, you know, it, it – I don't know. It, it – when I look back, it was just such a powerful and empowering and exhilarating experience to be on the ice by myself, um, which is it's kind of funny because I feel like there is a big link between me having done that and eventually and eventually acting because it's it's really similar, even mm -hmm. though there's no dialogue in ice skating, you know, like you're telling a story with your body, um, right. which is really amazing and beautiful. Well, it's it's interesting because you both have a uh, very similar stories. Even with that, you talk about just with your bodies and uh, like you were saying, just to be getting in shape and yeah. to, for mm -hmm. acting, and that was yeah. really just a passion of yours. So that was a motivational factor. It was, yeah, it was tough. I mean, I used to hoop in high school. Um, I wasn't good, but I loved it, oh. <laughs> and I wasn't bad. I yeah, was like decent. you can't, you can't. Come on, you, you gotta hype yourself. All up. Right, I, so I don't think anybody's gonna go back and check. I, I to played. Make sure. I played. Okay. You know? She you got. Know? She got time. I got there some you time go. on she the court. She wasn't laying on a bench with uh, the McChicken with cheese. Right. I was. I was a small forward. My <laughs> you could just say you had twenty-five and ten. Pop, and that's, that's it. Fine. Yeah. Triple doubles every night. See, that's what I'm saying. That's it. I was throwing up points. I still. I still play with my dad every now and then, but um. Yeah, muscle memory is God's gift. Yeah. You know, so once I was able to get back into it and back in the gym, like, I, I can't not work out. You know, like, it's right. a part of my life. Um, but if anybody wants to, you know, play me one on one, it's a challenge. Some loving basketball stuff because I'm, you know, <laughs> oh, so you're like, single. Oh, okay. so, so guys, so guys out there, because there are guys that listen. I'm just letting you know she's one. You got to play her for, you know, her That's heart. That's it for my heart. That's for her it. Heart. It gets real. That's okay? it. And I'm not taking it easy either. Okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know, and like obviously, I don't know if any guy's gonna get on the figure skating thing with you. So I think you won that round. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sadly. But uh. Truly. <laughs> But like I said, I, I did my research, and you know, I did see uh, certain things. And uh, first of all, 
I saw some pictures of you and you were like, you know, ready. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole athleticism. You did, mm-hmm. I think it was, was it yoga or something like that? What are you doing? Uh, I don't know. I do a little, I do a little bit of everything these days, okay. you know. Um, boxing. Boxing is like my, my favorite outlet because yeah. uh, she be getting a little angry. And, uh, okay. you know, rather than hit a person. You rather take it out on a punching bag. Take it out on a bag. Yeah. Um, I like that. And like, I mean, as Jordan mentioned, like that muscle memory is is really it's true it's it's absolutely god's gift because if it wasn't for the training that i had as a figure skater as a mm-hmm. kid you know i was listen i had a personal trainer when i was like 11 12 years old just for skating you right. know we would do saturdays i'd work out six hours straight maybe more depending um but yeah if it wasn't for that foundation that template like i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to be as fit as i am right now you know in terms of strength i definitely I definitely could trim a little bit out of fat, but in terms of like strength, I don't think you don't you don't want you don't want me to hook to throw a hook your way. You don't you don't. No, want no, it. I, don't, I don't. We don't want those problems. So you, you know, you don't want to get to a boxing ring, <laughs> don't get to a basketball court. No, it's I a mean, lot you, going you on. You do, but you don't. You do, you do, but you don't. You okay, because do, if you lose, exactly. it's over. It's, it's over. Exactly. Life is so. really just a boxing match. Well, <laughs> speaking of life, uh, <laughs> speaking you of two life. play uh, roommates <laughs> yes. in the uh, web series uh, Two Grown. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. And this this whole idea, like you were just saying, how you guys just kind of came together. You both have uh, interest in just being, you know, uh, actresses and, and really making it in the business and doing roles that you feel like are important mm-hmm. instead of just taking whatever's thrown at you. Mm-hmm. Now, I've watched the entire series so far. Thank you. From your characters, because mm-hmm. you, you use your real names. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's real names. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's real names. Real names. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that even came from. We just yeah. kind of went with it. Yeah. Is there any, like, similarities to your characters to your own real lives? Like, is mm-hmm. this, like, just a mirror image of yourselves? I I wouldn't say a mirror er- image. Uh, definitely. They're definitely both rooted in us. I would say... You know, I mean, comparable to Broad City, where like we're, we play heightened versions of ourselves. Yeah. Mm. You know, okay. um, yeah. I think Jordan, Jordan is the the heightening on her end is more on the reserve side, and the heightening on my end because I know Jordan in real life and she's a super goofball. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the heightening on my end is like, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a little extra yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm a little extra forward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Extra, I would say, yeah. So we're, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's heightening. Yeah, it's definitely of certain heightening. personality traits. I okay. mean, I definitely, we have a lot of fun um, shooting, and a lot of times we find ourselves um, improving around the dialogue that we do have written for mm-hmm. each episode, and um, <laughs> a lot of the best moments come out of that, like really? just random like stuff that we didn't plan or. Even um, I love shooting in New York because of the people on the street and the people. Hey, what you doing? What you doing? Like those people like make. Mm-hmm. They color it. Yeah. For us. Yeah. It's a character. New York City is another character in our series. Mm-hmm. Um, the city itself. Um, so it's 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 definitely there's definitely parts of me in there. Um, I am dating a Caucasian male. I haven't experienced that in my life. I'm open to it very mm. much so, but okay. um, I have <laughs> not done that. Like yeah, today, I was with my trainer. I started with a new trainer this morning, and he had watched the series. And he was like, "I, I gotta. Can I just ask you a personal question?" And I was like, <laughs> "I didn't even know what the realm, what it was gonna be, because yeah. we weren't even talking about the series. So it could have been an array of questions, you right, know." Right. And I was like, "What's up?" And he was like, "Do you really have a thing for white guys or like?" 
you know, what is it? I'm like, I'm like the fourth person Uh-oh. that's asked me that. I was like, I'm not I'm not closed off to it, <laughs> but I've never had a swirl. But I, I, I appreciate your, your ask. Like, he's not the first person that's asked well, that's, me that. That shows how good your acting I was, is. You I was know? Just it was very believable. Yeah. yeah, It was. Yeah. yeah. So you got that situation going on. I don't want to know what's going to happen later, no. obviously. Um, now, actually, I saw you. It was mm-hmm. a date. You guys had a double date. Yes, we did. On the episode. But even moving a little bit before that, and you said how you were very forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pizza guy. Yeah. Oh, John. Yeah, the Johnny pizza guy. Johnny Zaddy. Uh, just the, the... JD Daddy. Lord. Oh, my God. Let me stop because people haven't watched. Sorry. No spoilers. No, I'm not going to spoil it. I want out. Cut that out. I, 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 I am going to say this, that, you know, it's uh, it's it's probably not the most PG of moments, but it's great. <laughs> You're, you, the way you uh, attract the guy. Oh. But uh, just even from doing a scene like that, there's no mm-hmm. fear. It's just like, hey, I'm just going to put myself out there even though I'm acting yeah. you yeah. know what I mean like there's just I think I, go ahead okay I well one I don't think there's like time for fear mm-hmm. two we're so comfortable yep that's what I was gonna on say on set um, I don't know John like that at all in real life mm-hmm. um, I mean the only times I've seen him were on set but um, you know I mean I think it's a huge advantage that it is what we wrote and we created yeah. you know right. like if it was maybe Honestly, I mean, you bring up a valid point because I had an audition recently that wasn't that comfortable and it was right. a very hypersexualized situation. Um, and I had to ask the casting. I didn't want to go to the audition, honestly. Mm. I was like, oh, great. Another one of these. I have to seduce the guy situations. Wonderful. You know, right. spicy Latina. Great. Um, put me in a box. Why don't you? Mm-hmm. And kick it down the street. Anyway, don't do that. Um, yeah. But, you know, I had to ask the director. I was like, so Why? Like, what's the why here? You know, and granted, mm-hmm. I created my own why, yeah. and it wound up being the same thing. He was like, oh, because you're going to rob him. And I was like, great. That is something I can <laughs> right. get behind. You know what right. I mean? Like, I better get my vengeance. There's got to um, be some, like, meat to the story. Off. And right. a payoff. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay. There has to be a payoff um, for me to put myself in a situation like that. But, you know, I mean, yeah, definitely when it's our thing, it's our yeah. thing, and we know our intention, and, and, right. and we know what we want to get across. So it makes it exponentially easier and and uh, more comfortable to fall into it and like she said the comfort is there um because we create it like everybody like sean the mm-hmm. the white guy my love interest and john that was her love interest in in this show they're people that we have worked with in the past i didn't know sean but oh, sean God. knows her yeah mm. so she was able to vouch for him she right. doesn't know john nope. but i shot a whole show with john and so, i'm yeah. comfortable with john so i was able to bring john on and know that you know, every like everybody that we've had on our show is aren't within our network. Oh, okay. Every single person. So every single, like we every have single ne- actor. We've rather. never like posted on backstage or mm-hmm. Actors Access or like right. we've never looked for anybody. It's all we, it's all putting our friends on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's so 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 important to build within your network. Like first. Issa said, like Issa said, you got to network across. Yeah, it's mm. it's it, you got to start. <laughs> she said it very deep too. Yeah, passion. it's 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 real though <laughs> yeah. because yeah. it's like if you if you know the people that you're bringing on, they know you, they know your hustle, they know they're gonna they're and gonna, they respect you, which gonna, as women yeah. is so important right. to bring on people who respect you as the ones calling the shots. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. they're gonna feel your vision. Like our editor. Both of them, like they know what we want, you know. Right. So when we get these edits, it's not just that they know like our vision; they know us like internally. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it, it. I don't know. It's harmonious, okay, to say the least. It's beautiful. Oh, but that's that's what it's all about. That's yeah. a good thing. 
And uh, the episodes are about, they're not really like long form episodes, no. right? So it was like mm-hmm. average, like I mean, if you want to give us money, shorter. we'll make them longer. Minutes, right? Shorter, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. like four to five minutes. Yeah, and I, actually, I like that. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Like it hits people with it right away. They, they jump right into the story and it, it leaves you wanting more. Now, I'm actually going to follow up with that. Will there be longer episodes in the future? Is that something that's, you know, being yeah. tossed around? Yeah. that's It's definitely something that's being requested. And, mm. you know, I think the most important thing is for us to be able to give people what they want. Um, within the, reason. At no. the same time. Within reason, yes. Within reason. <laughs> but don't get crazy. <laughs> um, but at the same time, uh, you know, if if we could, which we intend to, procure mm-hmm. some assistance, um, that would help exponentially because every single dime, dollar, penny has come out of our pocket for this. Yeah, this we funded season a one. A thousand percent self-funded. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which you know was a little intimidating at first, you know, like when <laughs> yeah, it when it would little. when it would come down to okay, we have this shoot day coming up. Okay, yeah. what do we need? And be like, we look at each other like yeah. X amount of dollars. Yeah. Like, damn, <laughs> that's gonna hurt. But you know what? It's like yeah. we're we're investing, even though you know we're not yielding a financial return. Like, this is an investment for us. Yeah, right. and you and you you know you you see the numbers and you're like, oh, it's gonna cost that much. And and then the shoot day comes and. Of course, you always blow your budget because someone mm-hmm. wants extra cheese on their sandwich mm-hmm. or something. Right. But at that point, we're just like, who cares? Like, right. everyone needs to be happy. We need to you do what we want to roast do. beef. You can have roast beef. You want to eat. Like, it's there. There wasn't there wasn't a limit, especially to keep our cast and crew happy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and like I said, the people that like our DP and our our editors, they work with, you know, what we can afford, which is right. Which is huge. It's man. amazing. It's I mean, it's a weight. Lift it's, it off. Exactly. It's it's really when when you work with people that like see potential in you, right. and respect it's you. Creative yeah. people are so generous, right. with their time, right? Um, especially when they when they see they see that it could potentially go somewhere. Yeah. You know, that's good. And, that's and really we're good. going places, baby. Oh yeah, I, hey, look. Okay. I told you, I'm definitely a fan. <laughs> I support it, and. Um, you know, just obviously the, everything that's been going on in um, Hollywood mm. as, you know, no one. Me too, me too, me too, Everyone's me too. been living under a rock. Yeah, me too, me <laughs> too. Doing a, a project like this that is funded by yourselves and, you mm. know, doing it on your own. When it comes time to, like, uh, going to auditions, like you said, mm. and going for different roles, mm-hmm. is there any difference now in, like, the way casting directors and everybody, like, treats you because of everything that's going on with Me Too and probably now more guys are being watched for mm-hmm. some of the stuff that they do. Is it different now going to auditions? I haven't really experienced anything different. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I haven't really been auditioning too much lately. Um, I was working on another project at the top of the year. Um, I, But I rarely come into contact with male casting directors. Yeah, likewise. Mm-hmm. Um, likewise. The and, majority um, of them are female for me. And not to like judge books by their covers, but the majority that I've been around are not into my kind. So, oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true too. That, so yeah, yeah for for, for the majority um, that I've been around thus far. But, but when I was working on the project I was working on um, at the at the top of the year, I was in Atlanta shooting, and it was a it was a feature, an indie feature, and um, I did have uh, someone from SAG stop by the set a couple days, and on the third day she stopped by. She actually bought, brought by a paper. She pulled me to the side, and it was a sexual harassment paper. Mm-hmm. And wow. she was like, you know, with everything going on, you know, I just I want to know, are you comfortable? Mm-hmm. You know, read through this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. 
Yeah, it, it definitely. I mean, I'm I'm glad that SAG is taking that kind of. I'm I'm sad. I'm not part of the union uh, at this particular moment, but um, I'm glad that they're doing that because I mean, in indie films, there's no, there's yeah. no one. Oh yeah, that can hold you accountable for your actions, and you know, I mean, honestly, I've had I've had a couple situations where I was not comfortable. Um, so I'm glad that this was before Me Too, right. the Me Too movement. Right. Um, but regardless, like, it's it's definitely, <clears throat> I think, just unfortunately, and I hate saying it, but boys will still be boys. Um, but I really hope that like people in positions of power are really reevaluating. Uh, their their behavior because you know we are women as a whole are using platforms to call people out and mm-hmm. um, I think it's definitely going to have more repercussions in the yeah. future. I mean it's very tough in this over sexualized media that we it's crazy it's sex yeah. everywhere everywhere. Like, everywhere every every production has to have someone having sex in it like it has to uh, at least everyone written by a dude. It's <laughs> crazy. I mean, I, I, I think it's pretty evenly matched. I think that it's... Uh, well, here's the thing. It, I, I Yeah, you're right. I think it is evenly matched. It really just goes to... You can tell there is a contrast between the way a male shoots a sex scene and the way a female shoots a sex scene. Mm-hmm. You know, there are very different... There's There are tasteful ways to illustrate the act of sex, and then there are, like, okay, pornographic ways, you know? Right. Um, and, and I have seen differences in the way that that plays out on camera um and i do like there's nothing wrong with sex i i love sex (laughs) i'm gonna be honest and i think that (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i think that you know it's a huge part of everybody's drives and desires and it should it's because if art is truth then that should definitely be out there but um there are ways to handle it in a tasteful manner in a tasteful manner and there are ways to treat your cast Mm. who are you are who you are putting in an uncomfortable situation a lot of times in a in a room full of men there are ways to treat your cast respectfully you know um because you should i mean it's just it's just it's just respect and and human consideration um so yeah i don't know where that came from but that's my that's my soapbox no it's it's definitely well this is this is for this is the venue for it yeah and uh the whole thing we just said with boys will be boys Mm -hmm. you know at the end of the day men need to be men so yeah, you know, come that's, on. That's, right? Uh, I just got chills. Come that's on, that's part of that's it. Real. So, it's so it's real. True. It's it's so real. It is something, and um, you know, obviously, I do. Before we, you know, wrap up, I always like to end on a on a mm-hmm. fun note. Yes. And uh, now, please. <laughs> now you both said that you weren't really the biggest of sports fans, right? Mm-hmm. No, I like sports. Oh, you do. Like I sports. love sports. sports. Oh, you do like sports. Yes. Okay. okay. So then I'm like, wait, is that a touchdown <laughs> or is that <laughs> I like? Love, so did they just I love. Flop? I love college football because I'm a Sooner. Okay, of course. And um, my dad went to Michigan State, so we love college football. Wow, okay, um, okay. So, and then college basketball right now for Michigan State is popping. Uh-huh. Um, we kind of fell out. We had a tough loss a couple weeks ago. And then nice. I love pro, I love NBA. I'm not a big fan of. Who's your, who's your team? I don't want to talk about it. No, is it the Knicks? No, it's the Thunder. But what? we've had a tough few. I mean, I went to college in Oklahoma. So oh, okay, okay, we got okay. them when they were the Supersonics. And then we yeah. also had the Hornets when um katrina happened yeah. so when we got an nba team like i was I, i'm not gonna lie i for a minute there when uh, oklahoma city first came about yeah. i was pretty resentful because i felt like seattle got robbed of a team where they didn't deserve to get robbed 
I guess. They did. But no one cared. Like, they no, y'all didn't care. It's like when you have a toy and then your brother gets mad because you're, bro, you That's wasn't exactly even worried was. about my toy <laughs> until I had my toy. Like, leave me alone. Oh, you they, know? They literally took them in the middle of yeah, the night. Yeah, y'all it wasn't, was... Seattle, y'all wasn't paying attention to your team. Go get an umbrella because it's raining. Like, no, they didn't care. Hmm. They didn't care. So then uh, this will probably lead into my question. I was going to say this. Uh, I was actually having this conversation with uh, some other people. And when they talk about, like, you know, going out on dates and things like that, Mm because they were saying, like, Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. is going to a sporting event considered a date? Yes. Yeah, why not? Yes. Yes. Both agree with that. Yeah. I I would. What? (laughs) Listen, we could play one-on-one. And then you can take me to a Thunder game. So we're still playing for your heart. Yeah. And then after After you win your heart, then you got to go to Thunder And then I'm going to propose to you. Like, you don't even have to do the work. Gender roles. Flip the scripts. Like, I would probably start crying. Really? Yes. All of that. Yes, and we can go to we can go see a Nets game or a Knicks game as long as the Thunder's playing. I don't. We could go to Philly and go to a Sixers game and see the Thunder's playing. There's I a don't lot care. of planning involved in this. One. I don't. I don't care. For yeah. Because right? because they got to make sure they beat you one on one, and then they got to have the date already arranged with yeah. the tickets. You know, you gotta is, you gotta know you're gonna win. That's this it. Is, okay. It's yeah. A lot of so if you come in hot, you know you're gonna win. Then it's fine. <laughs> you already know we're going. Okay. And I got the ring. Jordan says hey. contracts with her dates. Just in case you didn't know, there's an outline. Really. That you the need whole to thing. Follow. Gotta be there are so rules. There are criteria. Mm, so oh, okay. So okay. There are criteria. For me, I'm awesome. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. Oh, figure it out. You give it no help. No. Uh, that hasn't really worked out for me. Though. No, no, that hasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I might Just, have to take some. No, notes. I would. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember a guy took me to a Knicks game, and we were like right, like literally, like right mm-hmm. on the court, and I was just like. Wow. I really wish I really liked this guy because oh, he was nice. Like he, he got was, hit with that. I know yeah. he was so oh, nice. It's always the good guys. I, I don't want to talk about that. the good guy story. I hate it oh, because okay. I want a good guy, but then I never choose a mm-hmm. good guy. You know, I Why mean, does there's that there's work and with time, time will yeah, like, well, time when I'm forty five and I'm single. hey, thirties a new twenty, thirties a new forties a new twenty, okay, forties oh, a new twenty five, thirties a new twenty, forties a new twenty five. No. We'll be okay. okay. Our okay. eggs won't, but that's that's a bridge we'll cross when we get to it. He's out there. Um, at, you, at the at the Knicks game, that's tough. Yo, that it was is, literally like tough. right down there. Like it was, they were yeah. such good seats. Yeah, and took right. me to a nice dinner. Still kept the number, no? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's just a like he's a nice, guy. and he was a friend of a friend, and uh, I just didn't. He want came him. with references too. He came with references. Look you know what you, you kept saying? He's such a nice guy. So, it just I means know. like no, no, no. I just yeah. yeah. He was so nice. You man. need yeah. It's okay. I it's just okay. there are nice guys with an edge. You know, I need An you edge. rough around the edge. Yeah. Gotta be just a little crazy, just a tad. Yep. Okay. Yeah. My kind of crazy. Not disrespectful nice. crazy. No, not disrespectful <laughs> crazy. All right. So we got yours, and now uh, your your date on a going to a game. You're okay with that as well. You said I'm totally okay with yeah. that. Yeah. I'm to- like I I enjoy watching live sports. I mean, mm-hmm. on the step team, we cheered for the for the basketball team. So like right. I was watching basketball every single day in high school. Um and then I went to Rutgers, so I would go, you know, big football mm-hmm. culture there too, but honestly, I just I would just get too congested at those games. I'd be like, I don't got time for this. <laughs> oh, I, love I just it. I just couldn't. I couldn't. Um, and I'm small. You know what I mean? I couldn't yeah. see. Yeah. You know, I'm at a, a disadvantage. That's a, you know? a disadvantage. But I would be chilling, watching the games on my TV <laughs> with my with my roommates, and we were just fine. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, I would I would totally enjoy that. I mean, mm-hmm. I get into it. Same. I'm very I'm very easily entertained, so I will get into it. You know okay. what I mean? Like on both sides, like watching the end of the Super Bowl, I was like. 
I, I, I got a little anxious. I got a little anxiety. I'm not going to lie. That last minute. And you didn't have a team. so you're just, I didn't have you're a just, team. You're just watching. Yeah. I mean, I was going for the Eagles just because, you right, know. Right. Um, I guess on some bandwagon stuff. But, I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. But, yeah, <laughs> I would I would very much thoroughly enjoy that. Um, but just don't expect me to, like, play flag football. With oh, them. I love flag football. Oh, you, you love flag football? Yeah. Okay. I was the MVP, like, four years ago. Oh. oh. Co-ed, baby. Co-ed. She's, like, everything athletic, co-ed. you know. Oh, my God. I love sports so co-ed. much. Co-ed. So you got to play, play against the guys. Yeah, I love playing with boys. Okay. Yeah. Guys are listening right now. You got, Men. You just you basically just Men. gave an entire itinerary of what the guy has to listen, do. Listen, come, come at it. everything. They got to listen to this and, and take warning, you know. This is, this is real. Take notes. Slide take in notes. the DMs. So um, is there any, uh, like, social media links? So anything you want to share with everybody so they can uh, check you guys out? Yeah. Absolutamente. Um, definitely hit us up at Two Grown on IG. T-W-O-G-R-O-W-N. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like, girl, you too grown for that, but there's two of us. See what we did there? Yeah. I saw what you did. We're right. geniuses. Um, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Uh, YouTube. We Same. are also T-W-O Grown mm-hmm. on the YouTube. Uh, I mean, Facebook. if you, you want to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Facebook, too. I forgot okay. about that. Yep. Facha del libro. Um, same thing. Yeah. Same okay. deal. No like personals. us, love us, share us. Yeah, I mean, if you want to follow me personally, I'm at it's I T S Alana A L A N A J, and I am at Jordy J O U R D I zero seven Jordy zero seven. Okay, I'm just trying to help. He's gonna fill up your DMs just listen. in case they listen when they when they hear listen. this. You know, listen. they'll go into ready. the. Uh, you must approve approve this uh, <laughs> request <laughs> for I don't uh, approve message. None of them. You must approve. You're not approving anybody. Nah. Decline oh. or accept. I gotta go right. through like Instastock for a minute and then go like back back <laughs> where it says 2016 and then I, all right, all right, yeah, a little normal, all right. All right, <laughs> so it it doesn't go down in the DMs. Okay, we understand that. No. Now. It's all good. <laughs> but, I'm actually uh, horrible with communicating via DM, so you don't even want to try it. You'll just get frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> and be like she sucks but I know I'm pretty awesome it's all good uh, ladies thank you so much for thank stopping you. by and just talking about your show and your entire journeys this was great yeah, thank you Ed out, this was so cool check us out alright we'll be right back you're listening to Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. here on Brooklyn Free Speech Radio I want to take the time to thank everybody for tuning in once again. Uh, another special thank you to the ladies of Two Grown, Alana and Jordan. Please make sure you check out their show, uh, youtube.com forward slash Two Grown. It's amazing. Uh, definitely plenty of laughs and, and really enjoyed the interview. And uh, as always, hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at Ed Easton Jr. Let me know what you think. Share any thoughts you have on the show. Until next week. I'm Ed Easton Jr. and you've been listening to Sports Social here on Brooklyn Free Speech Radio.